What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Super Fantasy Bros podcast, which is part of, of course, the Triple Play Fantasy Network. I am one half of the team, Kevin Coleman. I'm joined on my podcast by co-host Jacob Dunn. Jacob, it is cut day. It is carnage day. There are things going on in the NFL community everywhere. Um, I, you know, It's an amazing day and a sad day for some out there that are getting cut. But how do you feel about today? How's it going today? I'm doing fantastic. I mean, I'm doing victory laps right now. Ever since I staked my fantasy career on Mac Jones starting over Cam Newton. I mean, I am super relieved. Huge breath of just relief. And I'm super pumped for Mac Jones and the Patriots. But just that I can just continue providing fantasy analysis to you guys. I'm pumped. <laughs> yeah, no, that was a that, that was a great call, you know, and, and you know, we're going to get into that really quick on today's show. You know, we're going to cover these recent training camp news. Um unfortunately, we're going to talk about Dobbins, my guy JK, cuz that happened earlier, but we got to mention it cuz we haven't talked about it. Uh and then we're going to participate in the 12 team Superflex PPR mock draft. Got to go through our stuff and and just kind of look at it and, and from our perspectives and kind of go through the draft, but definitely going to be talking about the Cam Newton cut here, but I feel like hey, let's get it going. Here we go. All right, so Cam Newton, Jacob, gets cut today. Uh, I, it was a shock a little bit, but, you know, with the COVID information, the COVID news that happened, uh, to be quite honest, like there was something going on there, and Mac Jones looked pretty good in that last game. I like Mac. I've had him as a QB2, and I'll, I'll talk about that here in a little bit. Uh, and, you know, what was your initial reaction when you when you got the Schefter? Did you think Schefter was fake? Are you like, hey, is that a fake tweet? Did I got to check it first. No, I mean, like I said earlier, I was pumped just because, just because you know, I staked my career on this move that Mac would start. But I saw this coming too, just because like Cam Newton doesn't fit Bill's style of he wants a system quarterback, and yeah. Mac Jones is that system quarterback who will run his offense the way that Bill Belichick wants his offense to be ran. Cam Newton, I think that Bill was just over his, you know, how he would improvise and you know like he would do his own thing because he's not a system quarterback like Mac Jones is so I thought I thought it was a no-brainer and Bill Belichick wants to win so he will put in whoever he thinks gives him the best chance to win and he thought that Mac Jones did that no I agree with you I think that I think I mean I did a thing back in May and I and I looked at Mac Jones and I broke down everything that Belichick talked about what he wanted and and you can check it on the YouTube channel and and I'll and I'll put it in the description if you watch on YouTube if you're on the podcast check it out um, and I broke down everything that he basically he was wants in a quarterback and I looked at Mac and Mac fits all of those all of those categories yeah. you know uh, yeah great good accuracy he's a he's a thinker he's a level of the team mm-hmm. I think I read a report how he actually has been studying the defensive playbook for the Patriots so he gets better in in, in practice. That's kind of stuff that sets you apart. And that's what he does. Guys like him, is he a great athlete? No. Like, he looks like me. Like, there is a thing. Like, he's got the dad bod already. Like, I understand that, like, from that perspective. But um, he does the things that you have to do, the work, the extra stuff. And I think he does that because he knows he's limited. And he played with guys like Tua, Hurts, these other guys at Alabama, and he sees that level of commitment it takes. And so we always knew that the mental side was going to be okay mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. for Mac. And I think he just showed that he was he was better. And in Cam being out because of the COVID weird COVID stuff that he missed, like that pisses Belichick off. He's right. you know he's Belichick. Right. He's not going to like that. And if he feels like it's going to be about the same, mm-hmm. I feel like that's how it's going to be. Um, and I was listening to a podcast today. They were talking about it, uh, basically about how you have to cut cam and if you're going to go with mac you can't leave cam on your roster because he's right. a 
he's a you know team favorite. Everybody really loves Cam. He's a great guy. Yeah. Uh, but I absolutely love this. Now for fantasy, if we're looking at it this way, like I've always looked at Mac as being a QB two. I think he's a solid QB two option. Now, is he a QB one? I don't think so because of his rushing limitation, his athletics right. athleticism. Is he ever going to get in that mindset where he's going to be able to have to throw a ton? I don't know. Uh, but I think he's a very solid QB, too. Like, he's Baker, Kirk, like those type of QBs. And in Superflex, I've liked him. I actually – I got lucky, and in, in I start up in, like, in February. I actually took him and Zach Wilson as my only quarterbacks in Superflex. And I've been holding still on my roster. I haven't traded for a quarterback. I almost traded for Drew Locke, like, two weeks ago. But I was like, nah, I'm just going to – let this thing play out. And I got lucky. Uh, yeah. But I think he can be a very solid QB2 on their roster. So I, I like it for fantasy purposes. Now, redraft is more your thing. What, where are you at with redraft? Is he just a streamer later? So I love this move for everyone on the Patriots offense. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a fan of Mac Jones as a streamer in plus matchups. But as far as the running backs and the wide receivers and the tight ends go, everybody gets elevated. Like, Damian Harris, he turns into a rock solid RB two. You know, like yeah. like a mid to low end RB two. Like you can draft him now in the fifth, in like the fifth or sixth round. He's going to get that volume. And guess who's not going to steal Damian Harris's rushing touchdowns at the goal line? Cam Newton, because yeah. he's gone. Right. So Damian Harris all of a sudden has the ceiling where, a, like a week ago, we were drafting Harris as just a high volume going to get you some yards like a flex play. So he is an RB two now. And now I like even more Nelson Aguilar and Jacoby Myers. I think I like, I think I like Myers a little bit more. Uh, but as, as far as the tight ends go, Johnny Smith, he should now be looked at as a low end tight end one, if not a rock solid tight end one, because now he has a legitimate accurate passer in Mac Jones. And he was handpicked by Bill Belichick to, you know, like to, to get that Aaron Hernandez role as like a halfback. And mm-hmm. as you know, just like he's going to manufacture touches for John And now he has a quarterback who's not just going to tuck it and run. So I like I love this for Janu, and I know that Janu is your boy, Kevin. So, how do you feel about this move for Janu Smith? I think Damian Harris and Janu Smith were the two easiest picks you could have made. I don't understand why you had to like make it too hard. We talked about Janu Smith on this podcast, and I said, you know, when we were talking about tight ends, I'm like, you're going to target him if you don't get to one of the first four guys. You target Janu Smith, and right. and I can go back. I got receipts. I said it, oh, and oh, yeah. and he was going as tight end 15, which is ridiculous. Rob Gronkowski, Irv Smith. Mike Gusecki, Tyler Higby, Dallas Goddard, Robert um, Tanyan, they were all going ahead of Johnu. And I'm like, guys, what are we doing here? Like, right. even if even if it was Cam, which I understand the limitations there, you're still looking at those wide receivers like Algalar and Myers. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. I mean, when looking at Johnu, Johnu still could have out targeted those guys. And I know that a lot of people say that they want their tight end. A legitimate tight end in fantasy should be the second target getter on the team, second guy that leads in targets. I think Johnu could have done that before Mac. Now, Mac, now we're looking at and the red zone threats and those, you know, what he tries to do in that little H-back kind of role that he can play. Mm-hmm. Um, I love it. I love that. Damian Harris was the easiest draft pick this season. I don't understand. Yes. Like, some sometimes we make it too hard and we, we get worried a little bit about the Patriots' backfield. And Sony got moved and now Damon's going to be there. So, yeah, I absolutely love those two guys. Uh, and I love that whole situation. Now, for Cam, 
Uh, obviously, if you had him, you probably should have sold him, uh, you know, no. or got rid of him. Sorry, I don't know if we could say sold anymore. But, you know, you got rid of him and, and created more value, those type of things. Uh, you definitely should have done that. Uh, as far yeah. as, you know, max fantasy value, I think it's about what it should be anyway. And this is why in super flex drafts, you draft the quarterbacks. And I, I think I talked to Jacob about that a little bit, too. Like, yeah. Mac was going in, like, the second round of super flex drafts. That's insane value. Like, mm-hmm. now you have a starter. And mm-hmm. it's just, to me, he was an easy grab there. I saw him go at like the 114 in a 16-team league. In a 16-team league. Wow. I mean, th- to me, it's just, I think people overthought this one. Max going to be a fine quarterback. I think he's going to be a QB, too. Absolutely. I agree. All right. Let's go to our, uh, sadly, let's talk about uh, J.K. Dobbins. I oh, like to man. pour one out. I'm blaming Jacob personally. I texted him, <laughs> everybody out there, because he wrote a, a really great article for our website about how J.K. Dobbins, running back, I mean, he he talked him up, and then he tore his ACL. So I'm blaming Jacob. I am doing that. Uh, <laughs> overall thoughts on J.K. before I get into it from a dynasty perspective, but just, you know, what are you thinking about that team, that roster? Do you think maybe someone could get picked up there? What are you thinking there? Like you said, Kevin, I touted him as a top 10 back this year. I think that I think that the Ravens rush way too much for him not to be in the top 10. So this is such a bummer. But now Gus Edwards slides right into that role. And I think, I think, I don't think he's as an effective runner as JK, but he's going to get that volume to be, you know, a mid to low end RB2. He's going to get that volume. He's going to get, I mean, I think that Gus Edwards is going to rush for 1,100 plus yards this season. And probably if the Ravens don't sign, any other back he could get 10 plus touchdowns yeah i'm thinking around eight to ten but you know what you know what let's just say 10 because because gus edwards is going to be the goal line back he's going to be the back you know in between the 20s he is that guy for baltimore so i love gus edwards he is currently my rb19 but if the ravens don't sign anyone from now until the start of the season he could he could creep up into my top 15. Um, I personally don't think that the Ravens sign anyone else because, you know, they had their chance to sign Todd Gurley, Le'Veon Bell, all these guys whose names have been surfacing, but they have, they haven't. And they said that they're not going to sign those guys, at least Todd Gurley. I don't know. I don't know about Bell, but you already have three, solid backs you have Gus Edwards that 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 is going to lead and then you have Justice Hill and you have Tyson Williams I know that both of those backs can get the job done and Justice Hill last year had a lot of hype uh in the Mm -hmm. um in the offseason um he was kind of on the borderline of making this team this year but now with the J.K. Dobbins injury he's definitely going to make this team along with Tyson Williams Right now, I have Justice Hill ahead of Tyson Williams, but uh, as of now, the coach hasn't said who's going to lead that number two, you know, like that number two spot. Yeah. Uh, So once we get word on that, then that running back could take the Gus Edwards role when Dobbins was the lead guy here. So whoever comes out, it needs to be a late round pick for you whether that's Justice Hill or a Tyson Williams. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think, you know, one thing I will say, like, if you 
Um, I saw this today on, on social media, on Twitter, I believe. And I, and I agree, like whatever you thought Dobbins is going to be, I really feel like you got to think Edwards is going to be. There. Sure. Like, and I mean, obviously you had him a little bit higher because of the talent, but if yeah, you right. thought Dobbins was what she was getting drafted, what, like a, you know, running back to like 15, I believe ADP yep. was 15 running back 15. Yep. There's no reason why to think that I, Edwards can't be that. Like, and I, and I chatted Edwards before I have a YouTube video I, and I'm really not that good. I just get lucky sometimes when I talk about these guys, <laughs> but when I said like deep targets back in June, I said, Gus Edwards has to be the guy you target. Cause I've always said he's a flex option. And right. I've said on this thing, you know, and I said, he's a flex option. I would take him as a flex option. He's like Kareem Hunt. Um, and the reason why is because of these stats. You know, from weeks 8 to four, 17 last year, he had 24 red zone carries, and it was five touchdowns. And that was with Dobbins out there. Right. What you're talking about. He could easily get 10 touchdowns. He could turn into that. Um, he, Edwards, it has he has Derrick Henry and Nick Chubb. And Gus Edwards has the most yards after contact average of the last three seasons. Like we're talking about a guy that's a legitimate running back in this league. And we were looking at something 60, 40. Now it could be easily 70, 30, right? Like this right. guy can get the volume. And I understand like in PPR formats, cause he doesn't necessarily hasn't caught the ball. And when you look at his targets, it's not there. Mm-hmm. Um, but to me, I'm all about just, I said, he's a standalone guy. I still think in PPR, he's going to score those touchdowns that you want to see. And he's a running back too, that you were getting in. Like, I think he was going as like running back 50 or right. 40, like something yeah, crazy something. like that. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what we talk about when we say league winners. Like, mm-hmm. this guy can easily win your league just because of the value. You, now, if you went heavy running back early, now you have him as maybe he's a running back two, but you got two other, you know, three other running back twos and running back one on your team. Like, this is the type of guy that you get lucky on and you have. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to me, Edwards was always a smash grab, especially in, like, the Scott Fishbowl. I have him in the Scott Fishbowl because he was going so late. Those are the type of guys you got to grab in those type of tournaments and bigger leagues and underdog and best ball. Like these are the things that you kind of grab. I think my ownership in best ball for Gus Edwards is like 62%. Nice. And I've done, I've done 34 drafts. Don't tell my right. wife. Don't tell my wife. <laughs> um, but hey. I have a ton. Yeah. Hey man, don't forget that the Ravens paid him this summer. They gave, yeah. they gave Gus Edwards the bag, which made a lot of people nervous to draft jk dobbins because the ravens value edwards highly and now he is the rb1 so he definitely needs to be at least a top 20 back for you he needs to be taken within the first five rounds at least yeah no i I agree no i think he's going to be there and i think you take him and you just uh, you can still get him as your running back three with running back two upside okay i'll take that that's fine i'll go running back wide receiver now and maybe in the second and then maybe get a running back in the third you can get a guy like jacobs or something who i know you don't like as much but then if you compare that with gus i think that you can kind of get some value there uh for that uh now real quick before we get into our mock you know the thing about jk for jk dobbins for dynasty perspective um i had someone reach out to me and ask me in a startup he's in a startup right now which is insane in august 31st year startup but he said (laughs) where would you draft these guys so he gave me three options he said dobbins etn and acres and so i said i would be comfortable drafting dobbins in the fourth round of a super flex draft right now in dynasty i'd be comfortable with uh etn and probably like the seventh or sixth it's depending on where you're probably the seventh though and i said acres in the tenth uh just because that achilles i don't know i there's just some things going on there but as far as dobbins value like i'd still think he's worth the first i sent out a, um I, I sent out a trade in a league um i have i have gus so I wasn't necessarily that worried about it. So I sent a first, um, and I believe oh, what it was. I sent a first and another piece for JK, and he declined it. He said, "No, I'm not. I'm going to hold on." 
Uh, now that was before the ACL was confirmed. So this is me trying to sneak in there and just see kind of how I could do it. Okay. Uh, but you know what? I don't mind giving up a first, uh, for JK still, he'll be fine next year. If you're rebuilding, uh, right. maybe you have some extra assets. Don't give up your first if you're rebuilding, but if you have some extra assets this there, uh, but I will say it, it does suck because I love JK and this is a yeah. hard, hard to talk about, but I still think he has value, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to as well. I'm trying to target him in a dynasty league as well because that guy wants to contend. So mm-hmm. I have, you know, I have Chase Edmonds and probably a high second round pick. Do you think that's enough to prime away or do you think that's not enough? It could be. I don't know right now though, right? Like right. in my, uh, you, you know, Chase Edmonds is a great example of a guy you maybe try to pair with a pick and you see right. if you can grab him. Uh, Damian Harris, maybe if he has a great first couple games. Uh, mm-hmm. So one of those mid tier running back twos that you're like, okay, I think I can ship him um, and, and try to get that. I like that. I like that strategy. And you don't have to give a first right away. That's just if you have extra assets and you feel like it's a late first. Right. Um, and, and, you know, you have that. But yeah, no, I think that's great. Love it. All right, let's, you know, let's mock. Let's get into this. So, you know, last week we did this uh, and and we talked about, uh, we we went through and we kind of did our own mock and I got to take the brand off here. Uh, And we did just a one quarterback. And this week what we wanted to do is we wanted to do a super flex draft PBR. And we're just going to kind of look at and see, and we picked spots. I had, you know, Jacob picked fourth uh, because I feel like the fourth position can be interesting in Mm -hmm. in redraft super flex because where you're going to go with quarterbacks uh, and I took 10th to see kind of like maybe realistically, maybe you can wait on quarterbacks. We'll see how this draft plays out. Uh, so I'll let Jacob kind of go and we'll talk about it. We're going to start the draft. Obviously, it's going to be um, just me and him with the computer because with ADP for sleeper. Uh, and if you watch this on YouTube, you can see it. If you listen to the podcast, we're going to try to break this down for you as slow as we can. Uh, I know the guys earlier did a full one and it was a lot of guys in there. So we kind of want to go a little slower, talk about our, our rationale and where you could go. So let's start this thing and then run it through. Jacob, what do you think? All right, so right off the bat Ooh. before we got CMC as the 101 and then Josh Allen before Patrick Mahomes and then uh, and then of course Patrick Mahomes. So CMC Allen and Patrick Mahomes went. Now, right now at at you know, I was wanting to hammer a quarterback. I was actually hoping that Josh Allen would fall to me because for me it's Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen at the four, if they could possibly fall, but that's probably not going to happen. So that's why this spot is so tricky. Yeah. I I am definitely tempted. Like, okay, so uh, let's see which quarterbacks are available. We got Kyler Murray and Lamar Jackson. Those are the two that I am highly debating right now. But then let's look at the running backs. We got Dalvin Cook is still there. Uh, in a super flex, I'm not going to draft for another shoot, probably another like 20 picks. So this is extremely tough for me. I can pivot to the most valuable player on the board with Dalvin cook to me. Um, or I can just get a tier two tier three quarterback. And I've been preaching that you get the best guy on the board. So I am not going to take Kyler or, uh, or Jackson here. I'm wow. going to go with Dalvin Cook and go with what I think is the best value on the board here. Okay. Would you agree that CMC should be the 101 in redraft Superflex? Because that's not usually what it is. Usually it's either Mahomes or maybe Mahomes. Like, but I've been seeing people say CMC and redraft is 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 a better a better shot. What's crazy? Okay, so it it is neck and neck. It is a literal just because like CMC is is such a cheat code. Um, yeah. yeah. But it's hard not to take Patrick Mahomes because he is just going to be that consistent force and quarterbacks are going to dry up like crazy here soon. 
Uh, so I would actually go with Patrick Mahomes. What about you, Kevin? I would always go quarterback. Uh, and yeah. I, I, cause I think CMC is a little bit of a risk, right? We're, we're, I, I mean, I think he's the one one in, in one quarterback. We talked about that last week, right. uh, but there is, you know, there's some risk with that. Like, and I right. think Mahomes and Allen have less risk at that position. Exactly. Uh, and, and with how the running backs have kind of played out, we have seen that you can grab some of these running back twos and threes. You can't grab a, a quarterback too. <laughs> like the, trust right. me, I'm a Cowboy fan. Ben DiNucci's out here just hucking things. Like you, you gotta be oh, careful. God with who you draft to that spot, right? Like you yeah. have to. Um, but I think it's interesting kind of how the dynamics shift in redraft Superflex, which I like. I think people are playing redraft Superflex a lot as well. Uh, yeah. So there is that going on. Uh, after he took Cook, Derrick Henry went off the board. Then Kyler Murray. And then our, I love it, Travis Kelsey went yeah. at the 107. Barkley at the 108. Kamara at the 109. And being PPR, I might have taken Kamara probably over Barkley there. Yeah. Um, so this is why I like the 110. A lot of things that you can put there. And I like that you have kind of that back-to-back kind of kind of pick, kind of back-to-back mm-hmm. pick. Um, so on the board, you have Lamar, Jonathan Taylor, Zeke, Chubb, Tyreek Hill, and Dak. Those are kind of the guys there. Uh, for me personally, in terms of this format and what I like to see, especially with the Dobbins injury, I think it's Lamar. Uh, I'm going to go yes. with the upside at the rushing position. I think, you know, even last year, I and mean, he's projected right now at, at 375 points. Now, mm-hmm. whether that is, is what, what it is. But I'm going to take Lamar here just to have that quarterback, that solid QB option. And then I know I'm going to inevitably get one of those next five guys there, either position, um, player. Uh, I'm hoping maybe Chubb falls to me in, in that mm-hmm. area. So I'm taking a little bit of a shot here. Uh, but I'm going to take Lamar. Lamar is a fantastic pick because I almost took him with my fourth pick just because with the J.K. Dobbins, injury and with all the injuries to all the wideouts I think that Lamar is going to run like crazy like he 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 to me is just a lock for a thousand plus yards which is we all know a cheat code in fantasy football so I love that pick Kevin yeah now now it hurts me though because I was expecting one of these running backs to fall to me but after Lamar went Taylor Chubb Jones and Elliott oh all of them all of them went (laughs) and so now you know you're looking at the board and and what are you going to do in terms of um you know when you're looking at that board you got to now it's PPR so you're looking at that you know so for me if you look at the quarterback still there I could take just a second quarterback and go but I'm not going to do that Uh, I'm going to especially in redraft now if this was dynasty like I've talked about, you might want to take a quarterback like Justin Herbert or Dak Prescott in this in this situation, mm-hmm. uh, because then I can just fill my running backs later. I'm not that worried about it. But in terms of this, you really got to grab one of those position players, especially in redraft, I believe. The best running back on the board is Austin Eckler, who I think is going to be a great PPR kind of guy. Um, and as you kind of look through there, you go through the ADP, where everybody's at. Najee Harris, Antonio Gibson, Joe Mixon. Um, so... I like that wide receiver. You got Tyree kill Adams and Diggs and Hopkins. Those are kind of the top four guys there that I like. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in tight end, I could always go Kittle or Waller and have that positional advantage. This isn't tight end premium. So I'm going to kind of stay away from that. I'm drafting Tyree kill. Jacob. I'm going to okay. go off the board a little bit. I'm going to take okay. Lamar and I'm going to take Tyreek here um, and PPR and, and get some high upside guys with these two guys. So to you, you saw that Tyreek Hill was probably the best value. Yeah. Why do you like Hill over Adams? 
Adams in Green Bay. Sorry. Um, I, I necessarily, to me, they're very close, but uh, Hill's my wide receiver one. I, I just stick to my rankings on this one. So okay. I like I liked the fact that he's paired with Mahomes. I don't see them as having a, a legitimate wide receiver two, which I know Green Bay struggles there too, but I do think that they're going to have some guys there. Randall Cobb, they move the ball around a little bit more than what mm-hmm. we'd like to see. Um, I just think Hill's going to get the targets. And when you look at his targets, I believe he's 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 led the league in targets the last five years. I, I believe, I, you know, I have to look at the stats while you're picking your next pick. Uh, but just <laughs> yeah. based on his targets, what he's looked at his target share um give me hill and redraft because i think that's he'll be he has top you know top three potential i love that pick that's a great pick you know like i would personally take adams over hill but that's just me like you said they are very close um and you probably can't go wrong with either um so after your pick of hill it went russell wilson Devonte adams Dak prescott hopkins and Najee harris and with my pick, here are the best players available at quarterback. It's Justin Herbert and Aaron Rodgers. Uh, so I am very tempted here to take Justin Herbert, but let's see who is at running back. We got Eckler and Antonio Gibson. Uh, and then at wide receiver, we got Stefan Diggs and DK Metcalf and Ridley. So I have some, I have some excellent choices here, but since I took Cook with my first pick, um, and Justin Herbert fell because like there is a tear break here. It's Herbert and Rogers. And then there's a tear break when it goes to Burrow, Brady, Stafford, and Jalen hurts. Uh, so I am going to go ahead and lock in Justin Herbert here. Cause I think he is very safe. And since I didn't take a quarterback in the first round and you know, I like Eckler and Gibson for sure. Uh, but in a super flex, I need to lock up that stone cold quarterback one here. And that is Justin Herbert for me. So I'm, I'm going to go Herbert. In my uh, opinion, real quick, sorry. You yeah. have to take a quarter. Now it's going to be interesting team one because they don't take a quarterback. But I feel right. like you have to grab at least one quarterback in the first two rounds. And it's super flex. Even yeah. in redraft. Like you have to. Right. Yeah, yeah. I. That's exact. That. That that is exactly how I felt as well. Like I wanted to pick Gibson there, but I need a quarterback or else it's going to dry up extremely quick. Yeah. Uh, so after Herbert went Kittle, Diggs, Gibson, and Ridley at the turn. So like you said, Team One doesn't have a quarterback, but they are stacking up. They, they got CMC and Gibson and Ridley. That is a fire start if they can get some solid quarterbacks later. Uh, and then DK and Eckler. I was hoping that Eckler would. <laughs> Eckler or Antonio Gibson would fall back to me. Uh, But now, you know, I have Dalvin Cook and Herbert. I'm looking at the quarterbacks and Aaron Rodgers is still there. And that is extremely tempting to me. Uh, The running backs, we got Joe Mixon, Clyde Edwards, Elaire, and DeAndre Swift. Clyde and Swift are tempting to me, but Swift's groin injury is scaring me a little bit, Kevin, just a little bit. And (laughs) since we are drafting right now, I'm going to pass Swift just because of the injury concern. Um, The wide receivers that are here are Justin Jefferson, AJ Brown and Terry. So I'm going to skip out on the wideouts just because I think I can find value later. I'm just, I am going to lock up my quarterback too, which is, uh, which is not a bad quarterback too here. I'm going to go with Aaron Rodgers here. What do you think of that pick, Kevin? I liked it. I thought you maybe go Waller, who went right after you. Maybe lock yeah. up your that tight end, uh, you know, that top tight end with Cook and Herbert um, with upside. 
Right. Uh, but I didn't hate it. You know, the thing is, like, I mentioned this on Twitter. Um, uh, I think it was like a week ago. I actually dragged drafting out of the 101 and redraft and in Superflex this year because of the options at the end. So if you look at that 101 team on the screen or if you're listening, they had McCaffrey. And then they turn around and they had a they had Gibson, Ridley, Metcalf, Eckler, Rogers, Waller. Justin right. Jefferson, like there's so many options how you could pair that. Um, right. And I love that they got Ridley. So like if you're driving up the 101 spot, I think you have like kind of an advantage. I like the way you can build a team. Uh, yeah. As far as your team goes, you have to lock up that second quarterback. So it'll be interesting to see where it comes around. But I do like that you're waiting on wide receiver. Like I usually would too. Yeah. I, I went Hill as we know, but it, we'll see if it comes back to bite me in the ass. Uh, okay. Now we got Waller, Jefferson, Montgomery, Edwards, and Mixon. Uh, so that's, that's how like, that's how the board shook out. Uh, for me, this is an easy pick, but I'm a truther. So I'm taking DeAndre Swift as my running back one of my team. Okay, okay so you you are not worried about nah, that growing injury. Not worried about it. Not okay. worried about it. From everything that I heard, and in terms of like, I've looked it up on Swift. Um, he, you know, after he came out of those reports that he had the groin, everything was going on there. It seems like that was kind of just talk. The beat reporter okay. said he scored touchdowns and he looks fine. Um, but anyway, this is redraft. And this is also like, Hey, I'm, I'm going to take a shot. You, you might lose the first two weeks. Okay. Give me that, you know, give me swift, especially let's say he does sit out a game. Yeah. I'll take this talent over like the, the, the tear break is what gets me. Am I taking him? Josh, I need to get a running back here. Josh Jacobs, Chris Carson, Miles Sanders, Daryl Henderson, Kareem hunt. Does anything mm-hmm. there like pop out at you? Like, yeah, I should probably grab that guy. No, it's um, definitely swift. And it, I mean, AJ Brown's still on the board and Kyle Pitts, but to me, those that's too early. Uh, yeah. in, in terms of, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hate AJ if I had taken a running back. Uh, sure. and, and maybe he's there, but I'm gonna take Swift. I got, hey, I'm on brand, baby. This is this is my like pick it. here. Like um, it. and then after Swift, it goes Robinson, Burrow, McLaurin, and Brown. And this is what you're gonna see a lot of. I'm gonna tell everybody out that the third and fourth round are just filled with wide receivers. So if you're waiting, I mean, like, just, so Jacob's waiting right now for wide receiver. Yeah. His options are gonna diminish when we start seeing these guys because they're gonna go off the right. board. Um, oh, they yeah. really are. Now, Superflex might have some some quarterbacks thrown in here. Uh, so now, if, to me, it's kind of up to me to see where I want to go here. And I and I do think you know when you look at the board, I have Lamar and Hill and Swift on my team. Uh, and then when you look at, you know, who's Beth, Kyle Pitts is there, but I'm staying away from Kyle Pitts this year. I know, I know everybody loves him, but to me, that's still a little too high for his ADP. Yeah. Uh, Brady Stafford Hertz is there. Keenan Allen, who I really like, especially in PPR. Yeah. You know, I love my guy, CD lamb, that's right. uh, but you know what? I'm going to, I'm swinging and I, I love the swing. You know me, I'm taking our boy Jalen Hurts. Okay. okay. Quarterback. Dude, you have... Lamar Jackson and Jalen Hurts, probably, probably the top two Russian quarterbacks this season. I mean, yeah. that is a fire stack, dude. I love that. I'm, I'm, I'm going for it. I, you know, I to me, it. when you're looking at these teams, like you got to separate yourself, especially in redraft. If you get those two guys, you get the upside of the rushing floor. Yes, and, and as long as your league doesn't care about completion percentage, I'm fine, right? Like, yeah. you know, I'm all right here. Uh, but I, I like that upside. I'm not a Hurts guy, you know that. Like, I'm not like a guy right. that like you know, does that. But if you look at the two options after that Stafford and then Brady's on the, on the clock too, mm-hmm. they're not giving you any of that upside at that position for rushing. I mean, I think it's like 33 yards rushing Stafford's had in the last like five years. I saw some stats, <laughs> some crazy stat recently. So give yeah. me hurts. I'll take that. And I, and I think I, I, I like the way my team shaped it out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then, and then after you went Keenan Allen, Kyle yeah. pitch, Josh Jacobs, CD lamb, who I was really hoping would fall to me. Uh, and then Matthew Stafford. Oh, so 
right now I have a running back and two quarterbacks. So I know that running backs dry up extremely quick and the wide receivers might as well, but I'm looking at these top tier wideouts and I'm not in love with it. I'm not in love with Mike Evans. You know, I like yeah. Chris Godwin, but not this early as my wide receiver one. I do like Amari Cooper here a lot. I would think about yeah. taking him. Uh, Mark Andrews is still on the board who I think is going to get a lot of touches here with all of, with all of the Ravens wide out injuries. Uh, but I think it's just a little bit too early to take that tier of tight end. Um, so it's either, it's either Amari Cooper uh, or Chris Carson for me. I think that Chris Carson is the safest running back available right now uh, to pair with cook. I have that upside with cook and then that floor with Carson. So I might, I think, I think I'm going to gamble here because um, and I'm going to take Chris Carson, who is a top rated running back here and see if Cooper falls to me at the next pick. So I'm going to go with Chris Carson, lock up my two backs <laughs> and Cooper goes right after Carson. Great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then we go Jamar chase, which is an uh, insane reach. Yeah. Um, and then Brady, Miles Sanders, Mike Evans and DJ Moore. So like you said, Kevin wide receivers, we are on a run here. So they are drying up quick which I regret a little bit, but I do like that I locked down my RB2, my consistent safe safe floor guy in Carson. So let's see what's available at wideout. We still got Chris Godwin there, who I think is going to have a bounce back year this year. I think that he can produce wide receiver one numbers. Um, But let's see who's at tight end. We still got Mark Andrews. And I always... I always say that the fifth round now, Mark Andrews is a solid pick because he's going to get all this volume with with all of... The injuries, like I said earlier, um, it's hard though because I don't want to pass up on a wide out and then my wide receiver one be, uh, you know, let's let's go down the list. It be like T Higgins or like a Brandon Ayuk. Like I want them to be, I, I want them to, to be my wide receiver too. Um, so I'm stalling here for <laughs> sure because like I'm tilting. Uh, but I think. I am just going to go with my gut, a very safe pick here in Chris Godwin, lock up my wide receiver one and just hope he balls out in Brady's second year in that Bruce Arian system. I think that that Bucks offense is going to be legit. And I actually like Godwin over Mike Evans just for the weekly consistency factor. So I'm going to go Chris Godwin here and lock up my wide receiver. And then after Godwin went Miles Gaston, Daryl Henderson, Adam Thielen, Ryan Tannehill, and Julio Jones. And it's your pick, Kevin. Yes, it is. Uh, man, so now, I mean, I'm interested to see this board. I, I really like what Team One's doing. So if you're listening, they're, they're the team that didn't have a quarterback. And then they, after Ridley, they got Tom Brady. So now they have Tom Brady and then Miles Sanders. I like that room. That's why I'm talking about the 101. Like, I, I really wish I would have chosen that to draft yeah. from. But I, I like that. I like that ability that you have. I do agree with you on Chase. I think Chase is getting overdrafted. He's got that yeah. Justin Jefferson bump, and it's right. still there. Uh, now, I will say the drops and everything has kind of pushed it down just a little bit um, mm-hmm. for the most part. But I, I do agree with you there. I like the Godwin as your wide receiver one. That's okay. Like, I think that's a very safe, you know, kind of yeah. there. Um, did you think at all of Deontay Johnson? I see Deontay down there. You, you think of Deontay at all? I thought about him for a second, but I wanted my wide receiver one to just be tied to a quarterback that I believe in. I believe in Tom Brady and Bruce Arians system. I believe in Big Ben to an extent, but 
his arm, he looked awful towards the end of the season. So I'm kind of fading all the Steelers wide receivers, except for Chase Claypool. I think that he's going to get screens. I think that he's going to be a monster this year. Uh, but Deontay's a safe pick, but not over Godwin for me. But I still think he is a safe wide receiver, wide receiver too. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, when you look at the, my roster, like I said, I got two quarterbacks, I got Hill and Swift. Uh, you know, for me, it's either wide receiver. I, I could think of tight end. Andrews is still there and Hawkinson's still there. Two guys that I'm really, I, I, I Hawkinson's ADP is a little w- weird to me, but once we start getting the fifth and sixth round, I don't mind taking Hawkinson to be honest, like with that target share, which he's probably going to get, that's okay. Depending on how your roster is built. Um, I'm, you know, running backs, there's just that tier for me. Like you got cream hunt on the board, still Mike Davis, Javante Williams. I think James Robinson could be a good option in this yeah, point. Absolutely. Uh, I really like that fact, um, but I just keep going back and you have Robert Woods and, and, and Deontay on the board. And to me, it's between Robert Woods and Deontay. And I just can't get away from my boy, Deontay Jacob. I just can't do it. I love them. I, I love his PPR. Yeah. I think as my wide receiver too, especially in this format. So I'm going to reach a little bit according to ADP, but I don't care about ADP. I'm taking, I'm taking Deontay. So I like that pick, Kevin. I personally would pick Cooper Cup over both of them. Okay. What are your thoughts on that? Are you not as high on Cooper Cup? I'm just indifferent. Like, I think we know what Cooper Cup is. Uh, sure. I think he can be, but I don't know what Stafford's going to look like with Cooper. I don't know what right. Stafford's going to look like with Robert Woods. So I, we can't use like historical projections based on that. Like, we knew what they were. Uh, and in Cooper, I feel, I feel like Deontay is actually going to be. Um, I more, I think he's going to have a safer floor. Like yeah. I really do. Like yeah. I'm, I'm pulling your move right now. Like I really think that <laughs> I think Deontay's going to have more, t- I think Deontay will have more targets than Cooper cup to be honest, be honest with you. Like I, I, I think that. So to me, I, I'm just going to go with him, but I mean, I could grab him now. Right. Like, so after yeah. that, it went Lawrence, um, Andrews hunt and Hawkinson. I really wanted Hawkinson to be honest with everybody out there. So uh, I was kind of, I was kind of, but Hey, this, that happens. Like when you got to right. pivot a little bit, uh, yep. And to me, after that, I'm not taking Noah Fant in the sixth. As no. much as I know you and me both love Noah Fant, right. um, mm-hmm. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to look at running back. And when I look at running back, I just, you know, Mike Davis is there. I, I'm out on that. Javante with Melvin Gordon as my running back, too. That's just too much risk for me. Sure. Um, so to me, it's between James Robinson and Chase Edmonds. And in PPR, you know, you tend to think of like, hey, can Chase Edmonds be that guy? But I just cannot not take Robinson here based on what he did last year, the kind of the volume that he's going to see with ETN being gone. Um, so I'm, I, I do say like Carlos Hyde being there, I think he got almost as many snaps as James Robinson the other night. Right. He's going to cut into some of his role. Uh, mm-hmm. So I think that people thinking Robinson going to be a, wide, a running back one type season again. I don't think that's the case. They're going to use, they're going to have more of a passing volume. You're going to see that with the Warrens. And Urban Meyer is a pain in the ass. But I feel like at this point in the draft, when you're looking at that running back position, I think there's there's just too much upside there with Robinson. Carlos Hyde is going to split touches for sure, but Robinson dominated the touches last game. So it's still Robinson's backfield to dominate, and Hyde is still there as like a leader, as like, you know, yeah. as just like to block and stuff like that. I think that it's still Robinson's backfield, and that is a great pick in the sixth round. 
Uh, hey, that's what I'm here for. I'm just here to make good picks and to have right. it. Now, I think he's a solid running back too, right? Like I think, yes. um, and I think that's that's the value that he is right now. After that went Robert Woods, which you know, valid pick right there. I like that yeah. pick. Uh, Javante went a little early for me. He went the six oh five cup six oh six. Lock it the six oh seven. Those three guys are going back to back to back. Like in drafts, you're gonna have to really choose what you like there. And then like Davis went to the six oh eight, and I think you know I'm I'm out on Davis. I don't know how you feel about Davis, but I'm not I'm not touching Davis this year. Not a Davis guy whatsoever. I am not drafting him. I am not touching him unless he's in like the 10th round, which he won't be. So he won't be on any of my teams. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So, Uh, all right, where are you going with this? You can go anywhere. You got, you got all kinds of options right now. Kenny Galladay. He's struggling with, he's struggling with a hamstring injury. I'm not touching him. Uh, And then we got Michael Thomas. I'm not touching him either until like the 10th round. Uh, I'm not going to take that risk. Then we got Ayuk who is also dealing with a hamstring injury and, and like he would be an auto pick for me right here. He's still in, He's still in consideration, but um, I'm going to see who else is there. We got T Higgins and Chase Claypool. So Ayuk would be the best wide out to take here. In my opinion, we look at tight end. Yes, we do like Fant, but this is just way too early. And then there's just a list of tight ends who are just all the same, like Goddard and Jasicki, Logan Thomas, Robert Tunyon. These are all guys that we can wait on because even later we got Tyler Higby, who's going to be great. And we got, and we got Rob Gronk who is being underrated in my opinion um you know and then we got the flyer tight ends that you know that we can take later so um we do have two flexes and the running backs that are available are chase Edmonds, uh raheem mostert trey sermon who i like but I, I still think it's too early on those guys and gus edwards is still on the board uh i might go for him next round because he's still bogged down in adp so if you draft right now guys take like make that your advantage if no one is thinking about Edwards because he's still down in the ranks in your league, whether that's Yahoo ESPN sleeper, you know, use that. Like I am not going to draft Edwards here, but I might next round. Uh, so wide receiver, I am going to go with Ayuk, even though he has a slight hamstring injury. I think they're just playing it safe. So Ayuk as my upside wide receiver too to pair with Godwin. I like it. Um, and then next went Michael Thomas, and then Chase Edmonds, Kenny Galladay, T. Higgins, Noah Fant, and Odell Beckham Jr. So I didn't get sniped. I, this is exactly what I wanted to do. Uh, I am going to go for Gus Edwards here because the next available running backs, Melvin Gordon, Mostert, Ronald Jones, Trey Sermon, Damian Harris. That is actually a really good pick, too. But I like Gus Edwards a lot more. So I'm going to go with Gus Edwards here over Damien Harris. But Harris would also be an excellent pick here. Um, so OBJ went – What are you, I saw someone touting OBJ as like, no, no you're out on OBJ? No, it's uh, I will never draft him again. Okay, that's uh, you know, like I believed in a comeback last year. And I even – I even endorsed him to my best friend who was drafting in his draft right next to me. I said, he's going to have a bounce back year. So he not only burned me, but he burned my best friend. So he is on my never list, Kevin. Okay, that's fine. What do you think of, so Javante went at 605 and then Gordon went at 707. Yeah. What do you you think? I don't think that's, I I have a hard time drafting Williams a, a round ahead of Gordon. I mean, it looks like he's a, he was a, a full two rounds ahead of him, which is insane value for Gordon, I would say. Now, I, now I do think I've been saying all summer, yeah. Javante's going to take over soon, but we don't know exactly when. I think it's going to be week six, but hey, 
Melvin Gordon, he looked good in that last preseason game. So getting him in the seventh round, that's extreme value, Kevin. Yeah, no, I think that is. I think that's great value. And that's that's Team 7's running back three. I think that's really good in terms of where you're at. Uh, Now, after he took Edwards, it went Sutton, Devonta Smith, Gordon, Jones, and Claypool. Uh, so on the board, and for me, like, you know, I don't need to focus on quarterback. That's one of the reasons why I kind of took, excuse me, early tight ends. Not yet. I'm waiting. Yeah. I'm waiting for my guys down there. Uh, wide receivers. So on the board, you got Chark, Judy, Juju, Debo, Robbie, um, Jalen Waddle, LaVisca still down there. So you mm-hmm. still got some guys there that you're looking at maybe rafting. Uh, running backs, you got Raheem Mostert, who if he stays healthy, could be a legitimate option in that offense, especially in that in that San Francisco attack. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have Trey Sermon, you got Damian Harris, but we talked about this recently. I'm taking Damian Harris. You were talking right. about Damian Harris there. Yep. I'm going to take Damian Harris as my running back three um, to pair with Robinson and Swift. Yeah, there was no way that Damian Harris was getting back to me just because he is such a value right now. So that's a great pick. And then, man, wide receivers off the board again. We got oh. DJ, Judy, Juju, and Robbie Anderson gets taken. Uh, and that, that's a lot of receivers there. Um, and that's a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of talent that went off that board. And when you're looking at the receiver tiers, like as you look at this, so like I'm going to be taking, I really wanted to, tar- I actually wanted either Judy or Chark maybe to fall to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but obviously they went right back to back. And there's a clear tier break. So when you're looking at this, um, and we're, and we're kind of looking over like just the, just the tiers where you're looking at, you know, with Debo being there, I like Debo. And then you yeah. have Waddle, LaVisca. I I'm, I, I'm, I'm not as high on LaVisca as some people in the community. I wish people loved me as much as they love LaVisca and, and fantasy <laughs> Twitter. Uh, yeah. but you know, as far as, you know, the board, what it looks like, everything there, I'm actually going to go Brandon cooks. I know that Houston offense is not, you know, everybody's kind of telling that. I do think Tyrod Taylor is not a, he's not a, he's not a terrible quarterback option. Like he has, he's, he's, you know, to me, Tyrod is Teddy Bridgewater. Like they have very similar, you know, career arc. Just, you know, I feel like Teddy's got a little bit more, you know, opportunity to start, do those type of things. Um, but for me, I'm going, I'm going to go Brandon cooks a little bit off the board. I'm going to take that. And I'm going to, what do you think about Brandon cooks? So should I take Debo? Cause Debo would have been the guy I probably should have gone, but I just feel like Brandon's going to be the number one option on that team. Right. I'm going Samuel there, but cooks is not a bad option at all. Like you said, just pure volume. He's going to get over a thousand yards, maybe even 1100 yards. Uh, I don't know where his touchdowns will be, you know, anywhere between like three and six probably, but, but you have that safe guy and he's your wide receiver three. Yeah, you know, and we're only starting two wideouts, so that you know, like he can be used in your flex spot. Uh, the, I would go Samuel, but Samuel is a little risky with his injury history, so uh, I get that going going with the safer guy there, Kevin. Going safer guy, yes, kind of. I got to mix it up a little bit. <laughs> After that, it went Waddle, Mostert, uh, Boyd, and Chanel. So Lavisca went right before you. Uh, where are you going to go? Oh, Debo went right after you, and I was really hoping that yeah, Debo was gone. That's not happening. Right? Shoot. Okay. So, I mean, you know, as you know, I have Dalvin Cook and Chris Carson. Then I have Justin Herbert and Aaron Rodgers. I have Chris Godwin and Brandon Ayuk. So it's a little bit of a suspect wide receiver room, but I think I have a very high floor there, mixed with a high ceiling with Ayuk, uh, and then Gus Edwards as a solid flex RB three. Uh, so let's look over at the tight ends. I don't have one yet and there's still not anyone that i really want we got goddard Jasicki, thomas tanyan you know like maybe tanyan since rogers is there uh but 
I'm still going to look at the best available wide receiver and running back. Trey Sermon is still there. Uh, I know that I have three RBs right now, but you know, we have two flex spots here. And uh, I think that Sermon, even if he splits the backfield the whole season, I still think that he's going to provide viable flex numbers, you know, and Mm -hmm. he can take it to the house and he is probably going to be the red zone guy. Uh, whereas Raheem Mostert, as long as he's healthy, which is a big if, um, he's going to be like the in between the twenties guy, and Sermon's going to be the red zone guy. So I think that Sermon has touchdown upside. And when you look at the running backs after him, we got Michael Carter, Leonard Fournette, Zach Moss, David Johnson, James Connor, all these guys that I am not touching with a yeah. with a forty a 39 and a half foot pole, you know, whatever that Grinch song goes. So I'm going to draft Trey Sermon as my RB four, just because, you know, I, I'm going to see what, who is uh, available to me once it comes to my turn at uh, wide out. Um, Cause we got Antonio Brown, which would be nice. And then we got Curtis Samuel who has a nice floor Jarvis Landry, who also has a high floor. So we'll see who comes back around, but I'm going to go ahead and, and take Trey Sermon I still think, you know, whoever gets Sermon or Mostert, so whoever gets that and wins that one, like whoever actually has that better year, I think your team has to make the playoffs. Like it should right. make the playoffs because that's just in the eighth round, you're going to get the running back one on San Francisco. So whichever right. one gets that one right, you know, you're taking a risk on either side. I, it's very unlikely both these guys stay healthy. Right. So whoever gets hurt, it's, it, this is where – luck plays a role like right. there is some luck right. into this in the drafts thing and like you said the running back that's a dead zone you got michael carter zach moss coming next i'm right. out i'm out uh onion right. fuller the um you know david johnson i'm definitely out on leonard Fournette. like yeah. i don't want any of those guys on my roster so sermon was the right pick there absolutely well thank you kevin i appreciate that now, now i will say this i just wanted to say this in Superflex. so we're in the ninth round and there's a few teams that don't have a second quarterback so the guys that have allen and mahomes and brady they're waiting and you and i don't necessarily know if this would happen in a non in a mock it does but i don't know maybe in yours but just to put everybody's perspective in the ninth round here's the quarterbacks that are left matt ryan mayfield cousins fields tua trey lance carson Wentz, ryan fitzpatrick so you're still there's some still some guys out here that like I think so have some kind of QB two upside. So if they were to fall that that low, that'd be great. Um, but you got to be careful because those quarterback runs will come quick. Yeah, absolutely right. So since since I do have my two quarterbacks, I don't have to look that way yet for my yeah. backup. Um, even though I really like that Justin Fields is still there because I think that he'll start right away. But I can still wait probably a round or two for him. I don't know. We'll see. Um, you know, in a super flex league, anything goes. Uh, so I am good on running back. I got four RBs within the first within the first eight rounds. So I need a wide out because I have Godwin and Ayuk and no one else. Um, the only tight end I would have taken is, is Robert Tunyon. He was he was taken four picks before me, so I'm gonna go wide out. The best available is Antonio Brown, Curtis Samuel, Jarvis Landry, Michael Pittman, and then we go down the list. There's no one that's really hiding that I would take here. I know we got your boy Darnell Mooney, but I need someone a little bit safer at this point as my wide receiver three. Um, I want to take Antonio Brown, but I have Godwin. I would almost be like, you know, like Antonio Brown would almost be the insurance policy to Godwin. I don't want to do that. I don't want to start two bucks wideouts each week. 
So I'm going to go with a guy who I think has a very high floor because he's going to get uh, rushing attempts on top of just screens. I think that Curtis Samuel is a very safe pick here. Uh, it was between him and Jarvis Landry, really, because Jarvis Landry just has a very safe floor. But in a half PPR, I'm going to go with Curtis Samuel here just for his rushing his rushing upside, just giving him that high floor. Um, now the quarterback's coming off. So oh, that, huge quarterback run, Kevin. That's yeah. crazy. So that's that's what's going to happen in Superflex. So yeah. I, I wanted to make sure I mentioned that because if you wait for quarterbacks, so now the teams that have Allen and Mahomes and Brady, we literally just had Mayfield, Ryan, Cousins, Fitzpatrick, and Fields come off the board. So now what you're wow. looking at, it, and again, if you look over here, Team 11 also has only one quarterback. So right. I, I would be very hard-pressed to see they own. Now you're looking at Tua. Trey, Carson Witts, Daniel Jones, Darnold, Zach Wilson, Derek Carr, and Roethlisberger, which aren't bad options, but now you're really starting to see kind of that that clear drop. So right. if you draft early and you're in the eighth or ninth, and I know people are still drafting, and we still got a lot of drafts happening this weekend, you might want to consider maybe not taking Zach Moss and maybe taking Kirk Cousins or a guy like that or Fields, like guys yeah. like that that you can kind of put in there. Um, now I'm on the board here and you know, when you're looking at it, I still don't, I don't want Dallas Goddard. I won't take a tight end here. Nope. Uh, running back wise, <laughs> James Conner. I can't believe he's still, you know, in the league. Uh, you just looking at kind of the running back options. <laughs> when I look at PPR formats, like Heinz, I like, I, and I always tend to go towards him and Philip Lindsay are still there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for me, this is a wide receiver pick. Antonio is still there. I think this is an easy pick. I'm going to take yeah. Antonio Brown. Uh, and you know, he'll be my fourth wide receiver option. I like him in that offense. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a little too early for me to take some of these other guys. I do have a question for you though, Cause Mike Williams is on the board. So I might as well throw it out at you, you know, okay. whatever, who cares how okay. much time this is taken. I had a question today. Someone asked me, would you rather have in PPR formats, Mike Williams or Jacoby Myers? Oh, I'd rather have Mike Williams all day just okay. because I guess. So Mac Jones kind of evens that a little bit, but Mike Williams is tied to an up and coming quarterback who is a who is a gunslinger. To me, right now, Mac Jones is a system quarterback who is going to do exactly what Bill tells him to do. So I'm not sure if there's going to be a ton of upside in that offense. I think there's a lot of safe floors. Like I said, every single Patriot gets elevated as far yeah. as um, as far as fantasy value. But uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Mike Williams, who is who is tied to Justin Herbert there. I would take Mike Williams over, over Myers all day. How about okay. you? So you know I'm a Mike Williams guy. I, I, I really right. do think that Mike's going to have it. I told him Myers and PPR. Okay. okay. But because Williams is hurt again, damn it. And then also right, right. I do see Myers getting a ton of t- – I think he's going to get a ton of targets. You saw it in the preseason with what he's able to do in that offense in the slot. He's maneuverable. He's versatile. They're going to use him in a lot of different ways. I yeah. think they're going to manufacture touches to him in the in the receiving game. Like, he's going to get a lot of bubble screens. He's going to get a lot of over-the-middle um, crossing routes. So, like, I think it's close. Like, don't get me wrong. And I know okay. we're talking about this. I know ADP is not close, but to me, I think right. that's a mistake. Um, I do think Jacoby I, – I, I understand my – now – I could look like an idiot because if Mike Williams has a year that I hope he has, because I have him in a lot of my teams, like if he mm-hmm. does break out, then you're like, wow, why would you take that? It's just there's a lot of negatives about Mike and, you know, him not being able to be healthy again. It's like, damn it, Mike Williams, just be healthy. Uh, but yeah. for me, I'm going to take Antonio Brown in this in this yep. mindset. Uh, Dallas Goddard goes next. Tua goes next. Okay. And and then we got Deshaun out there because people still think Deshaun's going to play. Oh, uh, 
like I said, he's there. So um, I'm back on the clock. And, you know, when you look at tight ends, Logan's there, Tyler Higby, Rob Gronkowski, Irv Smith, Hunter Henry, all of that. Uh, to me, you know, when I'm looking at just the board and where you're at in terms of runs. So for me, I don't need a running back. I, I feel like I have three solid options at running back right now. Um, and I can grab like a PPR guy later. Wide receiver, I could grab Mike Williams here. I could grab Darnell Mooney, who I like. Right. Uh, Corey Davis is a wide receiver one option, and, and he is there. Uh, but I know that I'm not probably going to get this guy on the way back, so I'm drafting Johnu Smith uh, as okay. my tight end one. Um, I like him more than Higby. I like him more than Rob. I like him more than Irv. And Hunter Irv's out. Hunter Henry's questionable still. Evan Ingram just went out with an injury. Right. I do, I do, I, I do like Logan, but I do think Johnu could be the leading second. Like I said, the second target leader. I don't think he'd come back to me. Um, and so I'm going to take John New here and I know it's a little bit of a reach, but I'm okay with it. I like that pick a lot, Kevin. If you know, like you go get your guy, if you want him, because he probably wouldn't last back to you because <laughs> like we see right here, there was a tight end run. So I just got sniped with my top two tight end picks that I would have picked here. I would have picked either Higby or Gronk. Yeah. They got sniped. So I think, I don't think that there would have been a viable tight end option for you if it had come back so it's a great pick gotta play the board you gotta watch right. the board you just gotta watch right. it all right where are you going with this one all right so after your smith pick went Pittman, logan thomas tyler higby gronk and aj Dillon. so i'm looking at the tight end board i'm not loving what i'm seeing now unfortunately so you know we got irv smith like you said hunter henry who's questionable evan ingram jared cook adam troutman cole Komet. oh man there's it's just like it's drying up quick so that just that right now, that's going to be a position that I stream, you know, because I don't, because uh, I just don't want to spend that type of capital when I could pick Trey Lance here, who is the stone cold pick for me right here. He's going to be my quarterback three. I can wait for him. Um, I think that he'll start sometime early in the season, whether that whether that be the injury or just the or just the 49ers want a change of scenery. Um, I think that he'll start at the latest week seven. So I, I'm going to go Trey Lance here as my quarterback three. Nice. Just for that upside. I love it. Yeah. And then right after me went a quarterback run of Carson Wentz, Zach Wilson, Sam Darnold. So yeah. Trey Lance prob probably wouldn't have made it back to me. No. Um, but I no. like that upside with the third pick because this is your third guy. Like those other guys now, like, you know, when you're looking at Allen and Mahomes are now paired with Wentz and Wilson. There's some clear, you know, there's some clear issues with that. Like, you got to be very careful. I think I like Wilson a little bit more than Wentz in his format, right? Like, yeah. I feel a little more comfortable with him. But that's still a QB, yeah. too. Like, you got to – and then Darnold with Brady. Like, I like Darnold, but you got to understand that him having your QB, too, it does limit your your ceiling a little bit. Absolutely. Right. Yes. Uh, and so, it's, and so after, after those went Irv Smith, James Conner, and Jarvis Landry. So I am still hurting a little bit at wide receiver. I only have three, but I think I'm doing okay because I can start two flexes with Gus and Trey Sermon. Uh, I'm looking at the wideouts, and there's some decent options here. We got Mike Williams. We got Corey Davis, who got a bunch of targets from Zach Wilson the last time that they started yeah. together. And then we got Michael Gallup and Darnell Mooney. I really like Gallup um, a lot in what – I know is going to be just a passing attack offense there with Dak and Lamb and Cooper. But do I want the third wideout on a pass heavy team or do I want the number one target in New York being my fourth wide receiver? I, it's a tough call, but I think I'm going to go with the number one target with Zach Wilson because I, because I liked what I saw from them in the last game 
And so I'm going to go with that upside. I think that Corey Davis has a shot at a thousand yards himself and five, five to six touchdowns. So I'm going to go Corey Davis here as my fourth wide receiver. What do you think of that pick, Kevin? I love Corey Davis. I love him in this format, and I think that fits your team really well. I think if you can get Corey Davis in the 11th to 12th round, that's a steal. I think that's a very good because I think he's going to lead that team in targets. Uh, right. I think he's going to be. I know Elijah's there. I know some other guys are there. You know, but you know, Mims, I'm out. Like you know, they have Same. that. Um, I just think in redraft, it's not going to be there. So I, I like that pick. I think that I might have went Mooney, but that's just because okay. I like Mooney's upside. Right. But I, you can't, you know, Corey Davis being a wide receiver one, you can't step away from that um, right. in, in redraft. Um, then it went Marquise Brown, Drake, Gallup, Mooney, Hunter Henry went. So realistically, I don't know if I would have got Johnny, to be honest with you, based on how that, no. that played out there. So I might have got a little lucky there. Uh, to me, you know, when I'm looking at the board, I really think about a backup quarterback here. Uh, I really like Derek Carr in this format. And as my third quarterback, that would be really good. Uh, mm-hmm. But what I'm going to do is I am going to draft and, and looking at what I have, I have three running backs only. Uh, if you look at the running backs right now, Singletary Hines there, um, you know, I'm still not in love with those those options. Uh, I'm just not in love with it. Look at wide receiver. I really, it's hard for me to pass Mike Williams at this point because I feel like he's just dropping, dropping, dropping. Uh, And so I'm going to take Mike. Uh, After Mike, it went Singletary, Hines, Pollard, and Hardman. And, you know, stop drafting McCole Hardman, even the computers. Uh, Now, just just stop it. Uh, (laughs) Now, so now this is where you really got to pay attention as a team. And I I know we're going to wrap it up here pretty quick. But you have, I have two quarterbacks in this roster right now. You really need a third quarterback in super flex formats. Mm-hmm. I don't care what people think, but you know, I only have two, three running backs as well. So I'm going to take a hit here. I'm either going to take a hit at the running back position or the quarterback position. But like I talked about pre-show or in the show, I got to practice what I preach. And if you really need that quarterback position, you don't want to reach, you know, after, you know, these guys, these options here, I'm going to take Derek Carr and I'm going to use him. Okay. I think he's a good format in this format. I'm not taking Daniel Jones. The only other guy I maybe would take is Roethlisberger. I know Jameis is there as well. He's intriguing, but there's no option behind Derek Carr. There's an option behind Jameis, and we know that Taysom Hill is there. So right. I feel like I'm going to take Carr just to be the safe third quarterback in this in this format. And then I'm going to have you know we'll have Jacob draft one more guy, and then we're going to go to the basically defenses. We'll let it kind of auto pick, and we'll talk about our teams. Okay, so I'm just going to go ahead and take a safe tight end here, which. Jared Cook is one is one of my sleeper picks here. I'm going to go with Jared Cook just with that safe floor, that red zone target for Justin Herbert. I'm going to go Jared Cook, and then probably if this were my real draft, I would go with an upside tight end later, like Cole Komet, Adam Troutman, Gerald Everett. Uh, you know, I would just go with that upside, or even Blake Jarwin. But I'll go with someone safe with Jared Cook, uh, and then we'll just let it auto until we get to the to the last few rounds, like you said, Kevin. Yeah, no, I think it, I think it's good there. Um, you just got to click the auto on your thing. But I, I like this. Uh-huh. I, I, you know, for super flex, I think the things that I'm I'm talking about that I want to make sure you. Oh, you got you got Troutman anyway. There you go. I got uh, Troutman anyway. Love uh, it. <laughs> you know, and and, and you got to kind of run through things. Like for me, if you know, you know, you got to make sure you get that third quarterback by I think the twelfth round. Like I really feel like you got to really get in there and get that third quarterback in this format. Yeah. Because it's season long. You know, these things happen, especially if you got a high risky pick. Like I have hurts. Realistically, Hurts could get, you know, there's a, there's some chances. You got Gardner Minshew there. There's some question marks about what you're going to do there. Sure. Like, get a solid, safe option, and then you can stream these other ones, especially if it's only 15 or 16 rounds. Like, when you look at the board, who is still there? Um, 
of course, I don't know if I could look at it now, but when you look at the board after that, like when you're looking at just like, hey, um, there are some still solid streamers, the wide receiver position, the running back position. There's guys right. that you can kind of add. You cannot add those quarterbacks that are there. Um, and as far as I go, I like this team. I like how this team played played out. When you look at my roster, I got Lamar, DeAndre, James Robinson, Hill, Deontay, Janu, Damian Harris, Brandon Cooks as my starters. I, well, Jalen Hurts would be on there as well. Um, and then you have like Antonio Brown, Mike Williams, Derek Carr. I wouldn't have taken T.Y., but he's on there. So mm-hmm. I like how that played out. But for me, like when you're looking at just how it goes, I think you got to grab two quarterbacks within the first four rounds. That's kind of my opinion in Super yeah. I absolutely agree with you there. And I'm excited for my team as well. I like that I took Dalvin Cook with my first pick because now I have that stone cold RB because of what happened later. I got Herbert and Rodgers in the second and third. Those are two fantastic quarterback options and then I got and then followed by Chris Carson Chris Godwin Brandon Ayuk Gus Edwards Trey Sermon Curtis Samuel and then Trey Lance in the 10th and then Corey Davis in the 11th so I like how my team shaped up I possibly I um the only regret I have is probably not taking Amari Cooper over Chris Carson in the fourth, but I know that Chris Carson wouldn't have fallen to me, but so I am okay with that as long as Brandon Ayuk is healthy and he's ready to go. Cause I do like that. I got Corey Davis later, who's going to be a high floor safe wide receiver three option for me on my bench. So I like how my team shaped up. I liked how your team shaped up. Like you said, Kevin, I can't stress that more. Take a quarterback or take your two quarterbacks in the first four rounds or wait until round eight or nine to take Justin Fields or Trey Lance, but then you're gambling that they're going to start quickly and they're not guaranteed. So grab those two two quarterback ones in the first four rounds and just lock it and forget it. Yeah, and the only guys that I maybe, like, I would, if you're going to go high upside, that's fine. Um, I'm comfortable with Mayfield and Cousins. Yeah, it's like a QB2 if you can get him in the ninth or 10th. Like, yeah. you got to be in the ninth or 10th. If you're reaching a little higher than that, then I'm a little bit worried than that. Um, but, you know, just to go back to your thing real quick, if you didn't take – if you would have took Cooper, Carson and Sanders might have gone off the board. Are you – the thing is, like, are you comfortable with, like, a Gaskin or James Robinson as your running back one? That's- James Robinson. James Robinson I am warming up to as, like, a low-end RB1, RB2. Okay. So I would have been okay with it. Uh but seeing how it ended up, you know, I might have taken Cooper there because I know that he is a stone cold wide receiver one. I would have been I would have been feeling better about my team having Cooper and James Robinson over Chris Carson and Chris Godwin. I'm not hating it. I like it because Chris Carson is is going to be better in fantasy than James Robinson, in my opinion. He's safer in a better offense. Uh, but you can't go wrong with either of those options, Kevin. All right. Well, hey, we appreciate you guys tuning in and talking to us about this and going over it. Uh, you know, next week we have real football coming up and we're going to be yeah. talking about, you know, uh, I don't know if you guys know, but Jacob is an incredible start sits guy. Like, you know, if I ever have asked and I ask advice and any of that kind of stuff, like he's my guy there. Um, tons Thank of you. advice for him. I have to I have to ask him there. So we'll have that segment. We're going to have some waivers, you know, waiver wire ads or just looking at waivers um, coming up where we see from news and all of that. So anything else to say before we go, Jacob? We're going to have streamers streamers as well for all of you in the one quarterback league. So look out for that. I mean, I'm excited for the season, Kevin. We got nine days until kickoff. Nine days, man. I can't wait. And I know that we both got all of our fantasy leagues coming and you guys have it too. So we really hope that 
This helps. And don't forget to take the best value on the board. Take the best value on the board. And hey, like we said, next week, every week, you know, we're going to look at it from a redraft and dynasty perspective. So I will give him dynasty takes every week. Like, hey, you know, panic meter. What should we do with this guy? How are you looking? Should we sell this guy? Don't trade a first for Travis freaking Fulgham. I wish I had the show last week or last year. I would have told you because he just got cut today. Like, there are things that I want to try to make sure you understand before you get screwed in your leagues, especially your dynasty leagues and in redraft and streamers. So that's what we're here for. We appreciate you guys tuning in. Until next time. We'll check you guys later.